family would apologize, her father would apologize, and then they would be ushered out. But as the right moment neared, there came a pounding at the door. Gila Baron! Is Gila Baron there? The farmer and Tessia's father started forward at the same time. Then her father stopped, allowing the man to answer his own door. A well-dressed, middle-aged man stood outside, his brows slick with sweat. It was Lord Dakin's housemaster, Karen. He squinted into the dimness of the farmhouse. Your services are required at the residence, Hilaverin, with some urgency. Tessia's father frowned, then turned to beckon her. Grabbing his healer's bag and the burner, she hurried after him into the daylight. Tessia's father stowed his bag in the back of the horse-drawn cart Lord Dakin had given him to use when visiting patients outside the village of Mandarin. As they climbed up onto the seat, Karen galloped past them. Her father took up the reins and flicked them. The mare snorted and shook her head and then started forward. It was hard not to imagine the worst. The villagers hadn't stopped muttering about the Sachikan magician visiting Lord Dakin's house since he had arrived, and it was hard not to be infected by their fear. Had Lord Dakin and the foreigner fought each other? If they have, the residence will be ruined and smoking, she told herself, if the tales of magical battles are true. Who else could need our help? Oh, of course, there's Jayan, Lord Dakin's apprentice. To the Sachikan, Jayan would be the closest thing to a slave, and... Tessia? She looked at her father expectantly. Had he anticipated who needed his services? I... Your mother wants you to stop assisting me. Anticipation shriveled into exasperation. I know. She grimaced. She wants me to find a nice husband and start having babies. He didn't smile. Is that so bad? He can't become a healer, Tessia. She stared at him in surprise and disappointment. The villagers won't accept you, he continued. You can't know that, she protested. What reason could they have to distrust me? None. They like you well enough, but it is as hard for them to believe that a woman can heal as that a reaper could sprout wings and fly. But the birth mothers, they trust them. What they do is specialized and limited. Most can't even read. And yet the villagers trust them. Birthing is an entirely female activity. Healing isn't. Annoyance and frustration rose inside Tessia, but she knew angry outbursts would not help her cause. What will you do without me? she asked. I'll take on Miller's youngest. He's a bright child. So he'd already been considering the matter. She felt a stab of hurt. Her father tugged on the reins to slow the mare and turn her through the gates of the Lord's residence. Stable workers came forward to take the reins as the cart stopped and her father jumped down. Karen stepped forward to take her father's bag. She leapt down to the ground and hurried after as they disappeared into the house. Tessia was surprised when Karen ushered them into a small windowless room only furnished with a narrow bed and a plain table. A tiny lamp burned in the room which felt mean and dingy. A man lay on the bed, his face bruised and swollen so badly that one eye was a bloodied compressed slit. His lips did not line up properly, possibly indicating a broken jaw. 
He also cradled his right hand to his chest, and she saw instantly that the forearm bent in a way it shouldn't. His chest was dark with bruises. All he wore was a pair of short, tattered trousers. His feet were bare and black with dirt. The room was silent but for the man's rapid, laboured breathing. Tessia recognised the sound and felt her stomach sink. Her father had once treated a man whose ribs had been broken, puncturing his lungs. That man had died. Footsteps sounded outside the room. We need more light, her father muttered. Abruptly the room was filled with a dazzling white light. Tessia ducked as a ball of brightness moved past her head. Is that enough? a strange voice asked. I thank you, Master, she heard her father say respectfully. Master? Tessia felt her stomach spasm.